0: Like,
1: sir. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In the
2: and welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast previewing the 2022 sanderson farms championship just fresh off the Ryder cup you can check out the podcast on twitter at always press dfs give it a rate and review on itunes we truly would appreciate it i'm on twitter at bedientric and my co-host is always on twitter at dfs golf gods jesse how we doing man
3: doing good how are you
2: doing good doing good um fun weekend wasn't it fun fun weekend what was your thoughts on the absolute drubbing by the usa on europe
3: yeah i uh i i, I didn't you know i don't think anybody expected it to be that bad the i guess it was the largest margin of victory right since 1975 or 72 or or something yeah something crazy in the the new iteration where it's the u.s against europe instead of just u.s against england or whatever but um yeah man i you know they got off to a hot hot start and they just the 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 americans just poured it to them for uh the whole entire weekend and you know i I don't know, man. I, I don't know if it was home field advantage or, I mean, there's obviously a huge talent gap between the, U, the U.S. and the Europeans. Um, and I, I feel like that really just kind of showed, I mean, maybe it was a golf course, whatever the case may be. It was, uh, it was quite, you know, it was, it was fun to watch as an American. So I, I enjoyed it uh, from that perspective.
2: Yeah, no it it was a blast to watch that's for sure. It was I was shocking it was that lopsided. Uh, I really was. Uh, Rory didn't do anything and he let you know about it in his post-round interview yeah. which was great. It was great to see that he cared that much, but um he was a big surprise to me this week I would say that to, to not show up. Um Rom was amazing. He had a great quote at the end as uh, someone asked him how good was this America team and he says his little literal words were it took everything i had to effing he said the actual word make it 16 holes each round like that <laughs> like that's how good the us was playing basically um dj 5 and 0 uh, no hat pat was balling out there yep. xander i think drunk xander might be the most fun person on the place of the planet right now cigar sander like amazing
3: i think that the post round press conference was uh some of the best shit i've ever seen yeah. golf wise you know just complete I mean, not giving a shit just drunk yeah, I mean, disaster having a good time letting it loose. Um, that was a lot of fun to watch. I actually turned football off for a little bit to, 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 watch that. Uh, I didn't watch a whole lot on Sunday cause I, I played golf and then, uh, came and watched, uh, red zone, but, um, and it was over, you know I mean? I, yeah. I knew that unless I saw something on Twitter that, you know, there was a magical comeback, but it just wasn't happening this past week. I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't know, man. You know, a lot of people were saying, you know, it's, you know, they'll, it, that, that, that it's just going to be like this for a long time. Um, obviously, I don't think we'll see 19-9 to nine right. again. Uh, but it is, man, it's different when we go over there. Um, they're going to oh, set up yeah. the course the way they want to set it up, and it's going to be a, a different ball game. It's not going to be these, you know, 100-yard wide uh, landing areas for these guys. So, um, you know, but that's part of it, you know. So it, it'll be fun in a couple of years to see what what, what it's going to be like over there. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a lot more like Paris, that's for
2: sure. I, I wonder if we start the discussion now like Bryson doesn't make the team, team kids. Do we start that because the 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 type of golfer might be different? We'll yeah. see cuz Bryson was amazing like on Sunday driving the the first hole like 400 something yarder, uh the way like the picture of when him and Scotty were teamed up where they how they approached the par 5 like. Yeah. It's the thing that we know if we said Bryson going to be a wild card because we've seen him try that and it feels miserably but right. We've seen him try it and do that, and you're just like look, when he won the API and stuff, where it didn't matter what he did, or when he won some other tournament. So, it, it that's the wild card that is this Bryson DeChambeau. And it was right. awesome to see, he was fun. Uh, JT was like <laughs> he was the best cheerleader on the face of the planet. He played good golf, but man, he was he was something else. It was fun watching it, it was fun watching those guys. Even Brooks was doing things, Fino English, you could never tell really where he was, he was just right. kind of like there, but uh, overall, it was fun. If I, yeah.
3: If Spieth and JT could putt, it yeah. would have been worse.
2: What about that Spieth shot off the side of the hill? Oh, my God. I, I would I mean, have just taken an unplayable up, like Lowry did on Sunday. I just, I just would have been unplayable. Like, the yeah.
3: level of difficulty there. Well, it, Lowry was further up the, the, the hill or whatever. So, like, he literally couldn't even take a stand. He would have fell back off and rolled down, yeah. He couldn't even stand there and yeah. hit the ball. Um, Jordan got lucky that it got far enough down the hill. But, I mean, just the level of that is a 1,000 out of – 10. I mean, I just, it, it's a completely amazing to me. I, it, I don't, it's just, it, it's unfathomable. The shot tracer opinion. showing how
2: high it went yes. was like, cause I'm sitting there watching it and in real time going, did he really do, like, how did he get it there to stop? Like, like I, I couldn't think of it even going that high in my brain no. and I'm watching that going, that can't be real. But then you think about it like, man, eh, maybe like if, that's freaking crazy, but maybe if I hit
3: that at best, I'm pegging somebody's forehead on the other yeah. side of the green, up on the side of that hill, I mean, it's I just it's just insane to me. But and then of course JT misses the putt. Of course, yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's what we say about JT.
2: Like every week when we do this show, best ball striker on tour, at least one of the top three or so. Yeah, can't putt for shit. Like no. if he ever puts him and like him and Rory, if they ever just putt, they're gonna win everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's true. Um, watching Morikawa, like I was wondering about him because of how banged up he was. <laughs> that dude, cold blooded. Him and Brooks both. Yeah. They like that was the fun part because like Morikawa and DJ were a hell of a team, but Morikawa and Brooks were a hell of a team. Yes. Like, like I guess in reality Morikawa could play team up with anybody in the grand yeah. scheme of things. He's that kind of guy. But they seem like they they kind of worked their way because Morikawa is not overly like excitable, and either of those two guys, so it's just like, let's go play. We'll we'll dap it up and we'll freaking go. And like Stricker knew what he was doing. I'll tell him that. I'll say that much because like I was texting you, we were texting in the in the Discord and stuff. And sometimes the pairings, are am like, oh, what's he doing? And then you watch him play, you're like, huh. Okay. makes sense yeah you, you know what you're doing makes a lot of sense like splitting yep. jt and uh and or not JT, uh can't lay and xander up they like what yep. are you guys doing well they can't win in um in best ball they win in all shot that's what they do so yep. made sense like yep. little things like that it's like huh, for sure pay. so it, it was awesome uh the one the, the other thing i'll say is i I got to watch a little bit the first two days sunday I played golf and I got to watch like a good couple hours afterwards before they locked it up and i will give the euros credit because the U.S. was – they weren't giving it to the U.S. The U.S. was getting birdies. Like, they were just destroying them. It was a dart-throwing competition, yeah. even both sides. Like, you'd see Europe throw, like, a great shot out there within, like, 10 to 15, and the more Kyle would come and put one within, like, two feet. It was just, like – it was demoralizing if you're a European because they were just embarrassing you with their shot making, even though you you weren't playing bad at all. It was right. just, like, you got smoked. That's why I, I said that Rom quote. It's like, I played great, and I could still barely make it 16 holes. Like, they were just lights out. Fierceful. It was it was nuts to see.
3: Yeah. No, it was for sure. I do feel like uh the Euros, I think if they had to do it over again, they would uh I mean I I, I just don't know how you don't play Shane Lowry more. I'm hundred percent with you.
2: When he wasn't in the first uh Lowry and um after you saw Fitz on the first day, he should have been in both segments in day two because he actually looked pretty decent. Him and Weisberger. Like those two guys I know they're yeah. rookies, they looked a hell of a lot better than uh the old boys. Yeah. So like yeah, I'm with you there. Obviously, they have their formula that's worked for all these years kicking our ass, but it, it wasn't happening.
3: Yeah, so. I'm with you.
2: I did enjoy it out of one of the only U.S. losses. I don't know if we lost it or pushed it, but uh, Poulter was awesome on Sunday. That was vintage Ian Poulter, match play Ian Poulter, so that that was fun to see as well. But, yeah, Lowry was, was a confusing one. Uh, they're getting older, though, so it'll be fun because there's already people out there predicting who will be on their team, like Bobby Mack maybe, Matty Wallace. A lot of interesting options that got coming. I got Mita, or Mitos down south. He'll be in the President's Cup. I'm thinking of uh, Guido. <laughs> he, yeah. He'd be a fun one. Mm-hmm. It, it's they got some youth coming too. So like U.S. can't get too excited forever. Like it, it's coming their way also.
3: I'm with you. But
2: all right, we'll uh, we'll wrap up the Ryder Cup there. It, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It brings, you know, the President Cups it was fun last last or two years ago when they came back in Australia. But that's usually always kind of a, a tougher one for the opponents to win. This was good, and I'm really looking forward to running. Well, I hope to God we're open up back then, because I want I want the full onslaught of that golf course.
3: I can't get my wife to watch sports ever, and we watched the Ryder Cup all day on Saturday, from beginning to end. And uh, so that tells you right there how just how much how much more different the Ryder Cup is than anything else, you know. So 100%, I
2: agree. I tried to explain to people that don't like golf, hate golf, thinks it's boring to watch golf i'm like guys this is different this is like happy gilmore golf i'm like no yeah. oh, i can get into that and i'm like like what do you mean so like i send them videos like look at mj mj sitting here it's good enough for the goat of all time apply any sport combined to right. come and sit and watch and root for them as a spectator not as a player like that shows you everything you need to know about this deal yep. <laughs> so, yeah so they're like oh wow so like i'd send them clips from time to time and the next thing you know i'm getting text messages hey how are we doing how are we doing <laughs> i was like oh Oh, so now 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 you're interested. okay, that's
3: okay. guarantee it.
2: so we'll get we'll get you in Rome. We'll get the whole crew to watch it in Rome. But uh, I'm looking forward to it, and it'll come up faster than we think, because technically we're' you're year, year behind on this one, so it'll be yeah. right around the corner. And um, I wonder if they'll do because I know it was the French open or whatever when they moved the event to Paris the year before. there is an Italian open, so I wonder if we'll get the Rome course next year, maybe at the year beforehand type deal. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know about
3: that either. I think they, they did play a tournament there a couple of years ago, five, six, seven years ago, and the reviews by the professionals were not good.
2: Ooh, that's not good.
3: So, But not apparently not it's been redone since. I would hope so. If you have a Ryder Cup, you
2: better bring the the A-plus game on this one, so I don't doubt they will. All right, Sanderson Farms. It is 2022. It felt weird to type it out, but it is technically the 2022 season of golf, as goofy as it is. So it's the 2022 Sanderson Farms Championship. Uh, I like this event. The field's better than I expected it to be when I first opened it up. It's obviously not great. It's a fall swing tour event, but uh, it's not too shabby. So what do you got for some past event history on this event?
3: Yeah, last year, uh, Sergio was your winner, 19-under, uh, one shot over Peter Malnati. 2019 edition was uh, Sebastian Munoz, 18-under in a playoff over Sungjae M. Uh, Cameron Champ won this, first, his first win, I believe, in 2018, 21-under, four shots over Corey Connors. Ryan Armour won it in 2006, or 17. 2016 was Cody Gribble. Uh, 2015, Peter Malnati. Uh, Nick Taylor in 2014, Woody Austin in 2013. The uh, tournament record is 24 under shot by uh, Scott Stallings in 2012. This was changed though, because this used to be an opposite field event, right? Yep, yep, yep. And I think in 2019 was the first time that it was not an Oppo field event. So this yeah, is uh, a real deal finally. Yeah. This is why you, you know, back obviously 2018, a little bit weaker in the field, but I mean, it's not drastic. To the point where you're like, I'm not going to use that course history, in my opinion, anyway.
2: Yeah, Lynn from Roto Baller, he had a three tweet uh, segment about this event that this has actually been going on, I believe, at the same course for like 65 years. But the first like 35 to 40, it wasn't even an official event. It was literally it was an event that wasn't even official. Like the money was real none of it mattered like nothing counted towards your pga tour success and so it felt like an outlaw tour event basically and then um they made it an alt event opposite of but it was different times year one like it was masters then it was wgc's british (laughs) it was all over the board
3: i mean at one point it was opposite of the Ryder cup and the president's cup
2: yep so it's been like this has literally been the redheaded stepchild of the pga tour but the last few years like you mentioned it seems like it's stable yeah because you get points fedex wise you get you know, your two-year exemptions, you get what you expect now, finally, at this event. So we'll see how that keeps playing out here. But it is, it's is—it's a fun course. It's a it's, uh, it's par 72, the Country Club of Jackson. Par 72, um, 7,461 yards. Sounds quite long, but it's not that long. You know, you got the four par fives, but you got a, lo- a lot of par fours. Six of them are only four to 450. So very, very gettable. You have two par threes, about 160 to 180, and two that are well over 200. So um, your ball striking for the most part of this event, um, you want to look at guys that are good at par four scoring between four and four fifty. That's a positive one. You want some good par five scoring because when you look at this course, your par fives: um, the third hole forty percent birdie rate, the fifth hole twenty four percent birdie rate, the eleventh hole thirty seven percent birdie rate, and the fourteenth hole a thirty three percent birdie rate. So you want to make sure your boys are getting at least a birdie on these par fives. Going to be very very crucial these events uh some of the longer holes the longer par fours the longer par threes that's where you're going to see most of your bogeys so a lot of your shots coming in here are going to be you know between like 125 to 150 and then over 200 depending on on where they're they're setting up their shots the rough is not penal at all it's like two inches or less so you can bombs away have some fun out there limited bunker access really no water at all to speak of uh it's bermuda greens uh, it basically What's won here lately is the approach game. So you want to be good off the tee. That's why you can be long. You have the camp champs of the world, even Munoz. Um, but then you got guys like Sergio who does it at long, but great approach game. And then obviously luck bo- lock, luck, box putting always comes into play, Jesse. But um, this, this course, if you go back in recent years, uh, Justin Ray tweeted out something that out of all the events, this is one of the ones where approach way outweighs putting compared to most other weeks. We'll see how that plays out this week. But uh, basically grip it and rip it. And then have a good wedge game. And you might have some funny, like you said, the record's 24. Most of the time, it's give or take 18 to 20. So um, just get your birdies on. Uh, what stats are you looking at this week?
3: Yeah, definitely for that reason. You know, you got white birdie, or better percentage for sure. Um, Stroke, scan, approach, uh, greens, and regulation. Um, and there's plenty of course history. So I'll wait that, you know, this week as well. Most definitely. Don't forget, guys, fansharesports.com.
2: Use promo code always press for 20% off the package of your choice um just looking at a couple things here last six events just coming in, in good form DraftKings scoring leading the field p Raj, patrick rogers last six events harold varner scott Piercy, joseph bramlett mito Pereira, is your top five here and if you're looking at tops uh, last six events on par 72 is over 7400 yards drafting scoring charlie hoffman joseph bramlett scott stallings Corey connors chad ramey only played one event though willie z uh checks the boxes as well so couple of big names to talk about there, but we'll get into more of it here when we get into the old draft Kings scoring. Um, and let's do it. We have 10 K and above on this slate, Sammy Burns, 11,000 leads the way. Wills out Taurus, 10, eight, Sergio, 10, five, Sung J, 10, three, Connors, 10, one. You're looking at at 10 K and above.
3: Um, let's start with, I mean, Wills Zalatoris. Obviously, you know, all these guys are playable. I will say that I doubt that I play anybody, um, above 10 K, but the one guy that I would consider for sure is is Zell Torres. He did miss the cut here in his one start last year, uh, but it's coming off the 11th place finish a couple weeks ago out in California, um, 29th the week before that eighth, the week before that. So playing really good. Obviously Sergio's defending champion. I think he's okay, but is he going to be mentally worn out from, you know, this last weekend? Uh, Corey Connors at 10-1 would be my, my next pick, but again, if I'm gonna play anybody, it's gonna be Will's Autoris, but I doubt I'd play anybody above 10K. I, I really feel like this week there's plenty of options below 10K, but also I want to be more balanced. I'm just trying my damnedest to get a six of six.
2: Yep. Yep. I'm with you there. And that six K range in events like this, we know aren't too pretty too often. But no. I will say I saw a stat from Justin Ray. He just does great stats, so I'm teaching him a lot. But uh, he tweeted out because of the, what you said, and I thought the same exact thing when I saw it. I know I've heard it elsewhere. The Sergio post-Ryder Cup, this and that. His first event post-Ryder Cup, and I don't know if it's the immediate week, but I'm guessing you never know, uh, since 2008 for Sergio. In 2008, finished second. 2012, ninth. 14, he finished second. 16, he finished 17th. 2018, he won. So um, given they're usually doing much better in the Ryder Cup than the 19-9 uh, drubbing, but he he seems to show up. And he actually played well last week. They did.
3: uh, Him and Rahm were a good team
2: Yeah, Team Spain, the Spaniards Mm -hmm. They just needed uh, a little more help elsewhere But they were probably the best team they had out there So we'll see on Sergio And I wonder if that will lower his ownership Because uh, over the last 24 rounds of my model I took off doing just the Country Club of Jackson Because I wanted to get a more widespread Even distribution So it differs a bit But he's second in my model He's fourth off the tee Fifth and birdie are better in this field Putting's his bugaboo And uh, 125 to 150, he's very, very poor at. But everywhere else, he checks the boxes really well. So surge is interesting. If he's low-owned, I'm with you there. Otherwise, uh, I don't mind Willie Z. And then Corey Connors definitely checks the boxes. If we're talking about a guy, if you want a good approach game, he's one of the best iron players on tour. Uh, If he can just get it out there and hopefully luck box into some putting, he could be very, very strong as well. So I like surge and I like Connors up here. I don't mind Willie Z. I just think for some reason, if people are paying up here, I think they're going Willie Z or they might go Sam Burns. Burns is a bomber. This would fit him perfectly if you want to go that route. At the same time, eleven uh, k when you want to get a little more balanced, it's tricky. Very, very tricky. Nine k range. You got Mito Pereira at ninety uh, nine hundred Keegan Bradley ninety seven. Siwoo, ninety five. Cam Tringali ninety four. Sebastian Munoz ninety three. HV three ninety two. Cam Davis ninety one. Charlie Hoffman nine thousand. This is a, a much more comfortable range, I would say, Jesse.
3: Yeah, uh, that's why you know I I, I would rather be down here and start and start here especially with Mito. i mean i I think he's gonna be high owned at 9900 but i feel like he's gonna win at some point over the next eight weeks um that we have golf so the next two months the next eight golf tournaments i feel like we're gonna get a win out of him so it's just gonna go heavy uh, you know this fall so if you listen to this podcast a lot obviously i've talked about him in the past but this price is a lot more reasonable, in my opinion, than the eight thousand he was at the Fortnite Fortinet, whatever the fuck that tournament was. Um, He was seventeen percent owned there. He was twenty-two percent owned at the Wyndham, where he was seventy-nine hundred. Um, you know, in in like major events, not opposite field events, he's been the most he's been is eighty-five hundred, or no, I'm sorry, it's most he's been is eight thousand because he was eighty-five at the Barbasol. he was ten-four at the Barracuda. Both of those were opposite field events. Um, so this price, I hope, uh, maybe it gets a little bit of ownership down. I don't necessarily expect it, but um, I think it's possible. Keegan, at uh, right below him at 9,700, fourth here last year, um, has made three straight cuts. You know He's got an 11th place finish there at the Northern Trust. You would think that this place would fit him pretty well as far as ball striking goes. Uh, Cam Tringali uh, made a fool out of me whenever I said, why would I want to pay 9700 for for uh, Cam Tringali at the Fortnite Championship? Um, he was 11% owned there at $9,700 and uh, finished 22nd. He's made the cut all four years he's played this event. Uh, best finished the 16th, which was 2019, but I like Cam quite a bit this week. Another Cam, Cam Davis, 9100 Finished sixth year last year, 28th the year before. Missed the cut in 2018. Has made... Uh, f- six straight cuts on tour. Um, not great finishes, obviously did win the, the rocket mortgage. That was fucking almost three months ago now. Um, but you know, just, just deadly playing. And and he's kind of in my mind anyways, like a, um, uh, shit, what was his name? Cameron champ, uh, is similar type of golfer as far as cam champ goes. And then, Charlie Hoffman uh, made cuts the last two years here, 6th and 23rd. I've been playing just you know pretty steady. Charlie Hoffman, solid golf um, of late. If you take out the British Open, he hasn't missed a cut since before March or before April of, of this year, so uh, playing really solid golf at $9,000 there.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a solid range. Mito should be very popular, but at least he's priced accordingly, like you said. He's fourth in my model. Um, He does pretty much everything perfect right now. He's, he's a birdie machine. Great on par fives, really good approach game. And like, I agree with you. He's going to, he's going to break through in a big, big way sooner than later. I think I'm going to go Keegs this week. He's 18th in my model, but I, when he's priced up like this, he usually gets like the whole, oh, it's Keegan Bradley. I can't do a thing. And I get it. He ranks 129th in the field in putting horrible. But he's first in approach. He's fifth in opportunities gained. A lot of the reason why he only has 112 birdie or better because he doesn't butt for crap. But uh, he gives himself chances. And on a course like this, that can be pretty big. I'll be very intrigued by the ownership there on Keegan, and it might sway me to, uh, to put a little more uh, love on him in my like, 20 max builds. Um, Cam Tringali, definitely like him. 38th in my model. Great approach game. Great uh, off the tee stuff as, or uh, driving distance as well. So I don't I actually wrong one par five is what i was reading sixth and par five scoring in the field and 17th on par fours uh four to five 450 so i like tringali quite a bit at that price point and then cam davis i 100 percent uh the, the cam champ comparisons are very very popular with him i agree with that and then i like charlie Hoffman a lot the guy just keeps getting better and better he's uh fourth on par fours four to 450 in opportunities gained 15th and birdie are better he just checks the boxes in so many spots so I like Charlie Hoppen quite a bit this week. I think you can make two to three guys this 9K range and really get after it. So completely agree with you on if you want to uh, get out of that 10K range, no problem with that at all. 8K, we got Streelman at 89, Seamus Powers at 88, Grio 87, Ortiz 86, Wolf 85, Woodland 84, Wise 83, Kazire 82, C.T. Pan 81, Doug Gim and Mart- Matthias Schwab at 8,000. Another quite interesting range where you can mix and match a little bit here, Jesse.
3: Yeah, for sure. I feel like there's some some firepower down here. start with uh, Seamus Power from 8,800, um, he did miss the cutter in 2019, but before that he was 19th, 18th, and 29th in his three starts before that missed cut. Um, he hasn't missed a cut in forever. Uh, let's see, it's been a while. That, uh, back at the AT&T Pro-Am um, in February, he's got a win at the Barbasol uh, in between there and, and a bunch of top 10s so uh I like him quite a bit, and then i'm I'm really interested to see how high owned Wolf and Woodland are gonna be in this range um they they stand out to me as obviously guys who are winners in particular Woodland has won a major' been dealing with injuries, not playing it, it's like the worst year in a lot of years for Gary Woodland last year um new season you know, can both of these guys write this ship at 8,400 8, in this field? I feel like they are steals. Um, and, and so if I'm playing, you know, 20 max or 150, you know, I'm, I'm trying to fit these guys in for sure because I feel like they can win. CT Pan, 8,100. He finished 12th here last year, coming off a sixth place finish at the Fortnite. Um, you know, he's up and down, but I think a, a really good GPP play. And then M- Matthias Schwab, he did miss the cut here last year, 12th at the BMW PGA Championship over in Europe, uh, just a couple weeks ago. Um, and, and the model just likes him for whatever reason. So $8,000 there, that's where I would be. Yeah, no, the Wolf and Woodland
2: ones, especially Wolf, he got my attention. He doesn't rate out too well on his recent performance, but he's that kind of guy that, you know, he's had a few weeks off, almost feels like forever off for Wolf. He can definitely figure some things out when it comes to, to driving distance, fifth in the field, you know, par five scoring he's great at, birdie or Better's, he's good at. It's just kind of the consistency off the tee's been whack lately. And his um, you know, his proximity game's been a little goofy, but I agree at eighty five hundred bucks I think he's very intriguing, at least to pay attention to ownership on him, because he's a guy that could easily walk in here and uh finish very, very well. If he was if he was playing good golf, he'd be a mid nine K guy at least. Yeah. So I think that's a very good call on him. Uh I like Seamus Power a ton. Fifth in my model. I played him a ton towards the end of last year, but fifth in my model, fifth in approach, seventh around the green. Seventh birdie or better, fourth in par fours, four to 450. Doesn't suck in the other categories either. Like he's playing great golf. His stats show it out. I like Seamus Power a lot at 8,800 bucks. I don't mind Grio. If you're looking for approach game, one of the best in golf. Can't putt worth a lick, but um, he's eighth in approach, sixth in birdie or better. Rates out top 40 or 50 in pretty much every other category. So I don't mind Grio at 87. Carlos Ortiz is the one that I'm really locked in on because similar to Wolf and Woodland. Past winner, not here, but he's a winner. He um, competed in some majors last year. He competed well in the Olympics, like well in the FedEx Cup. He just um, he couldn't putt at all, 135th in the field in putting. But he's third in approach, fifth in opportunities gained, second from 125 to 150, decent par-5 score. Ortiz is another one. We know he can hit it a long ways. He's uh, 8,600. 8, he could be another kind of steal in this range to kind of differentiate yourself. I like the wolf call. Aaron Wise is also another one. Like, it's weird. A lot of past winners in this range. Like, you can, not again, not at this event, but in, on the PGA Tour. Uh, Wise is 10th in my model. He's first and birdie or better in this field. 20th and par four scoring, 23rd in par five, 21st or 30th on approach, uh, 23rd in opportunities gain. Like, he rates out very, very well. So, he's another guy I'm going to take a, a heavy look at. Um, and then some other guys you might get a little ownership here is Patton Kazire. He does very well. He's kind of alt field events that are a little like not as powerful birdie fest type events because I usually shows up and plays really well he's a uh, he's fourth and birdie or better in this field ninth and proximity 125 to 150 and 15th in par five scoring so he's a guy you can get in at very very low ownership that can make a cut and make a run for you at worst maybe get you a top 20 if not better um I think because at 82 is quite intriguing so it's 8k range I'm gonna have a lot of exposure to and I think you can differentiate and, and play some ownership games if you want to especially if say people wisen up and go heavy wool for woodland it opens up a boatload in this range that you can have some fun with. 75 to 79. You got Bramlett, Todd, Pendrith, Mitchell, Reeves, Stallings, Rogers, KH Lee, Hughes, List, Johnson, Kirk. Who you like in here?
3: Uh start with Bramlett at uh 79. Um, the model likes him pretty well. Forty fourth here last year, missed a cut the year before that, coming off a forty second place finish at the Fortnite. Uh I really like Taylor Pendrith, though, right below him. He's a rookie. 36th uh, at the Fortnite, 13th Barracuda, 11th Barbasol. Similar events as far as like strength wise. Um, I think this price is really good on him and the model likes him pretty well as well. Rogers, I mean, the dude obviously just, he is what he is. Is it a Patrick Rogers week? I guess I should ask you that first.
2: The model's saying, yeah, 19th of my models and everything on this thing is nice and green. It's like T third, it's like 30th or better on on like almost every category I'm using.
3: (laughs) There you go, Patrick. Yeah, I, I, mentioned,
2: I, I mentioned on share over the last six events, he is uh,
3: number, number one in the scoring. Yeah. So <laughs> I had him checked off before you yeah. said that, and then now fuck him to play him. But you know how um, he
2: gets, man. When he goes, he goes. But when it's ugly, oh, I know. it's freaking ugly.
3: Trust me. Uh, and then last but not least for me, Zach Johnson, 23rd and 14th in the last two starts at this event, 47th in his last start in the PJ Tour, which is the Northern Trust, missed the cut to Wyndham. 34th, 25th before that. I mean, he's Zach Johnson. Everybody knows who he is. He is what he is at 7500 bucks. My opinion, if you're playing 150 lineups, you know, you you throw him on a couple.
2: Yeah, he's played well at courses like this before. Um, he was a great cheerleader at the Ryder Cup, a lot of butt slapping. So he did pretty good there. But um, this is a fun range. Bramlett, number one in my model. So we'll see how this goes. Fourth in approach, 13th in off gain, second in driving distance, good par five scorer. He was playing great towards the end of the season on the Corn Ferry and everything to get his tour card. So I'm with you there. Love Taylor Pendrith as well. In this field, first off the tee, um, eighth in opportunity is gained, first in driving distance, second in par five scoring. It's the approach game that can be wonky at times, but if he's bombing it out there, he played well for us at Safeway, we we're on him then. This dude's a bomber. He cr- he was the like long driver on the Corn Ferry Tour, and if you compared it with the PGA, I think he was right up there towards the top as well. Obviously, if you look at the stats here, he's first in this field combining the two for the last 24 rounds. So uh, I like Penderth a lot with you as well. He's very intriguing. Um, other than that, like you could go a little Scott Stallings if you want to be different. He always kind of shows up at smaller events like this. I do like Rodgers as well. Like I mentioned, 19th in my, f- in my model. This is weird because this price range is my top three guys in my model, so this is terrifying because Luke List is third, Jesse. Third. <laughs> Never a great feeling. But we've talked about this on the side before. Do you trust the model or you don't? You got to like okay. go all in or not. I might not be as heavy on him, but I'll have some because of this. Third in my model. He's fourth in opportunities gained, ninth in driving distance, twelfth in par five scoring. It's always the putter with list. So I don't mind going to him at seventy five as well. So this is I got list, um list and brand my top two of my top three. List and Bramlett are in this range. And that's that's very, very terrifying. All right, seven K to seventy five. Who are you looking at here?
3: Uh, Burgoon at 7,300. Missed the cut here last year. Sixth the year before that and withdrew in 2017. Coming off 16th place finish at the fortnight. Uh, 60th at the Wyndham. Um, you know, the model likes him quite a bit. Aaron Rye right below him. I talked about him for the, the last pod we had too. And he missed the cut shot 70, 72. Not great, but was playing really good before that. So I would go back to him this week. Taylor Moore. Uh, he played here in 2017, finished 53rd. And for some reason, my model likes him as well. Adam Sevenson, another guy at $7,100, missed the cut here in 2019, finished 39th, 2018, um, and did play you know, a couple weeks ago out in California, finished 51st. Uh, and we start to get really slim pickings down here, but there's a few guys. Chad Ramey at 7,000. Uh, some reason, again, the model likes him, 26th here. Back in 2018, missed a cut uh, out in California a couple weeks ago.
2: Yeah, it, Grammy was a popular name. Like in the Discord, some guys were talking about him. I'm like, oh, I'll look at him. Big Corn Fairy score. So if it's a, if he can get his birdie fest on, he's got to look at for sure. Uh, for me, Lucas uh, Herbert rates out well here. He rates out well a lot, and he's always hit and miss. But birdie or better, he's 25th, 11th in driving distance, first in par five. So if you can attack those, you got a chance. Um, right armor is always interesting. You mentioned he's got success at this event. Henrik Norlander finished fourth here last year. He's not playing the greatest of golf coming in, but he's 20th in my model, 13th in approach, uh, 17th par five scoring. Driving distance is not great, but if you got the approach game on, not too bad. So Norlander is interesting at 72, guy that's played well here. Matt Wallace, actually surprised to see he's only 7,100 bucks. The dude was playing really good golf towards the end of last year, took some time off, he's sixth in my model, um, so I don't mind getting some him. I love uh, Svensson, like you mentioned. 11th in my model second in approach in this field first and opportunities gained so he just doesn't drive it far he's, he's low in driving distance but overall plays really well he played decent at the forehand one bad round he actually should have been much better off so i like that call at 71 was fencing as well then other than that like you mentioned um you mentioned ramey sepp Strzok is always interesting in fields like this decent in driving distance but um can be very very bogey happy at times and uh yeah i think that's it in this range what do you got in 6k and below
3: uh Hudson Swofford at 70 at 69 uh missed the cut here last year 26 back in 2018 I talked him up at the uh fortnight there and of course he misses the cut after shooting 77 on the first day uh, but was playing pretty well before that 17th and 11th and his two starts previous to that so Swofford at 69 in my opinion is is worth it um Nick Hardy is another guy at 69 there Thirty sixth last time out at the at the Fortnite uh forty second, the Phoenix Open earlier this year. I think he's coming off the uh the the uh Corn Ferry tour or whatever. A few more guys. Vanderwald at sixty five hundred, Davis Riley at sixty four hundred, Seth Reeves at sixty three hundred, and last but not least, Column Terran. Um, not really sure why a model likes him. He's never played here and he missed the cut uh out in California a couple weeks ago, but for whatever reason, his stats are there, so, yeah. I like the
2: Swafford call. Uh, he let us all down because I had a lot of him as well with you. But uh, he's third off the tee, ninth pretty better, 11th in opportunities gained, 27th in driving distance, 14th in proximity, 125 to 150. So he's not an expensive guy, but he rates out pretty well overall. So he's intriguing at 69. I like the Nick Hardy pivot. He doesn't light the world on fire in any one category, but he's not bad really in any one category either. So he should be able to grind, make a cut, maybe make a run. If so I think that's intriguing as well. Uh, some other guys, though, Adam Shanks, twelfth in my model, uh, he's the seventh in par five scoring, seventeenth in driving distance. He's interesting. Sam Ryder, I was actually surprised to see down here. He's sixty seven hundred. He's fourteenth in my model. Another, uh, you know, decent driver of the golf ball, third and pretty a better seventh in proximity. So he's he's not a bad one to look at either. And then other than that, man, it's uh, it's, it's some murky water when you when you go around. Like you got Brendan Hagee, who's a bomber, but he does a lot of other things that are a little nasty. Lahiri's interesting actually at 62. I don't mind him if you want to just say screw it, um, but other than that, man, the other one I would mention I used him a lot, and um, the alt events like the uh, the Bermuda and stuff. Paul Barjon is 6K. He's 23rd in my model. He's seventh in proximity, 30th in driving distance, 28th in birdie or better, 14th in par five scoring, 400 to 450. He's made like three or four straight cuts on PGA Tour. Played decent on the Corn Ferry. If you just want to punt it, six K. I remember using him in those island events, and he can get birdie happy at times. He really can. So six K for Borjon is uh, is quite uh, the punt play. If you want to say screw it, uh, I don't mind that one at all. All right, let's recap things real quick. Jesse, ten K and above, who are you looking at?
3: Uh, Zalatoris.
2: I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Surge. I'm gonna ride the Surge train. It might backfire, but if it's not Surge, it's Connors. But I'm gonna go Surge. See how it goes. Nine uh, K range. Go ahead and go with two. Uh, Mito and Charlie top and bottom and Charlie. I'll go with uh, Tringali and Bradley to be different. Um, Hoffman's my favorite though. I'll be with you there. Uh, 8k range. Go ahead
3: and go with two. I'll say um, power for sure. And then, you know, flip a coin between Wolf and Woodland. Yeah. I'm going to go with power and
2: Kazire, but like you said, watch that like Ortiz, Wolf, Woodland range really. And wise, even those four guys are some really, really good golfers for this field. If they can click, I have no problem seeing any of them win this thing. Like I, I, I don't, it wouldn't be shocked. So, keep an eye on that range for sure. Seventy-five to seventy-nine. Who you like?
3: Uh, Pendrith.
2: Yeah, Pendrith is pretty much the play. If you don't want Pendrith, go Bramlett. Seven um, K to seventy-four. Burgoon. I like the Burgoon call. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Svensson I'm gonna go with Svensson on that one. Then who's your top six K play? Uh, I'll say Nick Hardy. I'm gonna go with Barjon. Just say screw it and punt the damn thing. Just go that. If you're already down here, anyways, what's the real difference in most of these six K guys to begin with? <laughs> it's just save some Not cash a and and go that direction. If you're starting out a cash game,
3: though, Jesse, who are you starting out with? Uh, Power and uh Pendrith, and I would probably try to get you know Charlie Hoffman on there as well. I like the Pendrith call for sure in a, in a cash game.
2: I think Pendrith and Hoffman makes sense. I'm with you there. I'll probably throw in Seamus Power. Is that the three you just mentioned?
3: I, I mentioned, yes, yeah. I mentioned Power. <laughs>
2: I was literally just scrolling through here. I'm like, yeah, I think I'll go with those three if I'm starting out. So, all righty then. Um, if you're going GPP, though, what three guys are you starting out with?
3: I'll say Cam Davis, Patrick Rogers, and then, uh, you know, you get you somebody like uh, Aaron Rye. Okay.
2: Give me um, Keegan, Tringali, and um, Barjong. Since I said he's my punt, go ahead and use him. And then you could probably get a ten K guy if you want to. The mix and match from there, but you can go a lot of weird. Way. If you just play Barjon, you are going to be unique already. So have some fun in your GPP. All right, the most important part of the show, Jesse. I got DK Sportsbook up. Who you got winning this thing?
3: Um, you, you know, I should already have the 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 sportsbook pulled up because I was looking at uh, NFTs like when we started this. Yeah, did, you, did you become a, a newer member of No? Did I didn't I like. Yet? I was not even anywhere close today for any of the new ones um yeah know man this is god oh, this, this is ugly but you know mito at 35 i think is is good he'll probably be heavily bet i would imagine um so i still like 35 there on him um Pendrith at 50 not terrible wolf at 40 has got life is there something about him bramlett at
2: 65 mm-hmm. it's not bad either Um, scrolling down farther, I'm trying to see because a lot of first time winners here is what you get. So, yeah, a lot of guys like from out of nowhere could come. I didn't even mention John Augustine because he doesn't rate out good here, but he played well at Safeway. I know he's a popular name last year. What's the Safeway? Yep, or the (laughs) the Fortnite, (laughs) a stupid name. Um, (laughs) he he played well in Napa, I'll tell you that much. Played well in Napa, uh, but yeah, down here it's going to get dicey. Uh, let's see what the top 20 odds are because this is a great website that actually shows these things for me without being a dumb-dumb. So um let's have some top 20 fun with some of these bigger names. Uh Maddie Wallace at 350. Man, he's too good to be down here, in my opinion. But uh, maybe that's just me. You got Swafford down here. Armors f- plus 500 at to top 20. That wouldn't uh, shock me if, if he gets high. Winner. Yep. Svensson at plus five hundred, I kinda like. If he gets hot, that could be a, a fun one with some good odds. Norlander finished fourth here last year, he's plus six hundred. Dylan Fratelli's down here for crying out loud. <laughs> Guy almost won. He finished what top five at the uh the open yeah. <laughs> the British Open. And now he's down here with the with the scrubs. So yeah, this is some good stuff. You got some names down here. You can actually have some fun. You got the Wu brothers, Brandon Wu and uh I think Dylan Woo down here that can go birdie fest or, or blow ups. Barjans plus plus fourteen hundred top twenty. Get some people. I'm just Let's see what he has to top 40. If he's that at the top 20, you might get some really good odds here. Um, where is he down here? Let me scroll. He's going to be down at the bottom, of course. Uh, Barjon, Barjon, where are you? How did I? Um, he's plus 400 at top 40. <laughs> so I don't hate that, folks, because I actually think he's decent enough to make it happen. So top 40, plus 400, top 20, plus 1400. I wouldn't bet him to win, though. Any final thoughts for the Sanderson Farms? I don't. Good luck. Yep. Going to be a fun one. Hope everybody enjoys it. Check us out on Twitter at Always Press DFS. Give a rate and review on iTunes. We'd appreciate it. If you have any questions, hit us up in the fancy DJ's Discord. Check out Jesse on Twitter at DFS DFSGolfGods. I'm at pediatric But until next time, good luck, everybody. This was the Sanderson Farms preview of the 2021, 2022 calendar season. See you later.
0: Start your electric journey right here, right now with a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures, Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.
1: At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure... Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play.